Hey guys, it's Karen from The Fit Habit. I'm not even sure which episode this is, but it's definitely the start of season two, the top of 2018, and the start of something very new and focused that I'm doing here on the podcast. So season one was really about giving you the tools to understand how you can shape and change your health going forward. But what I really want to focus on this year is behavior change. And I'll give you a a little bit of backstory on that. Uh, In my professional work, my nine to five, if you will, I do change management. So I help organizations change uh, systems or procedures or processes um, within their organizations to get them basically from point A to point B. Now, the interesting parallel between doing that during the day and my work as um, a fitness trainer and a fitness blogger by night is that it's really focusing on the same fundamentals because change, regardless of whether or not it's for an individual or an organization, is really about human behavior because organizations are made up of human beings, right? So everything is focused around behavior change. And of course, I think I've mentioned this before. That's also what I did my graduate studies in. And I feel like I have spoken around those ideas in the past, both on the blog and the podcast. But this year, I really want to focus on taking the theoretics behind behavior change and applying it to Uh, very tactical processes and tactical steps forward so that you can use these steps to transform yourself. And I hesitate to use the word transform because it sounds kind of woo-woo, but that's the terminology we use uh, in in organizational change. It really is transformation. Anytime you're moving from a, a current state to a future state, in a direction or using a strategy to get there that's intentional and organized, that's transformation. So let's sort of set aside the woo-woo transformation idea and really think about this in tangible strategic steps. Because I think that if we can look at it that way, depending on the kind of person you are, and if you're like me where you're kind of analytical and you like to look at things critically, this is going to resonate for you. Let's really make change through intentional, deliberate steps this year instead of making, you know, outrageous resolutions that we're making probably every year. And at the end of every year, it's like, wah, wah, didn't happen once again. And the problem with that, and I've talked about this before, you can continue to disappoint yourself and let yourself down, then you almost become numb to it, right? So you start speaking things into existence, like I'm going to do X, Y, or Z. But deep down, you know that you can say anything. It doesn't mean you're actually going to do it. And and I'm calling myself out on this because I have done this a lot in the past where I've said, yeah, I'm going to do this. And you know, pretty much went ahead and did nothing. So if that sounds at all like you, then I think you're in the right places here. And between all of us, we're going to move ourselves forward, whether that is weight loss, whether that is some sort of a mindset shift or something else going on in your life. The principles of change are agnostic across any sort of behavior change. So whether you want to get better with your, your health and your fitness or your finances, which is something else I blog about in a completely different space, uh, or some other area of your life, your relationships, the way you think about yourself, anything, the, the principles of change are uh, agnostic and you can apply them to anything and see success. But uh, before I get down that path in too much of the nitty gritties, I want to 
just discuss some high level ideas in the context of what you're thinking of changing right now. So in 2008, where this is January 4th, and I bet all of you have uh, some goals or resolutions, or maybe not, maybe you're one of those people who's like, I just don't even do that. But you probably have some ideas in mind of how you would like to transform yourself because Rarely is the human condition such that we're like, yeah, I'm good where I am. You know, I could die tomorrow and have no regrets about where I am at this exact moment in time. There is not a thing that I need to improve. Um, There's nothing more I need to grow from. There's nothing more I need to learn about. There's nothing more I need to challenge myself with. I mean, nobody's there, right? Who on earth is there? I'm not even sure that's a good thing. Uh, Part of me thinks maybe that's stoic. Maybe that's sort of a Buddhist application of, you know, accepting what is, but mm, personally, I think that's just a bit of um, a lack of, or a lack of um, motivation or inspiration, uh, because I think living is growing. So on that note, here are some ideas. Think about what it is that you have either committed to doing in 2018, or if you're not a resolutioner, those things about yourself that you would like to change. Think about those and bring them to mind for a second. And as you think about those things, I want you to ask yourself how long you have wanted to make this change and has the change um, moved? Like, I mean, have you made a change? Have you made any progress on your change? Think about, you know, how many years in January you have put this goal down on a piece of paper and wanted to achieve it and then consider if you haven't, and if you continuously put this on a piece of paper and, and hope for the best, why hasn't it happened for you? Think about that for a second. And if you hear my pug in the background, well, that's just typical because <laughs> she's sleeping and snoring. So anyway, as you're sort of noodling on that, I want to give you some food for thought around these year's resolutions or goals because After I go through this list, you may actually want to take some of those goals off your list. And that's not a bad thing. That's not quitting and that's not failure. That is getting focused on what's really important. And the more you're focused and the more zeroed in you are on your priorities, the better chances you have for success. So let's start moving through these. The first thing I want you to do when you consider the context of your goals or resolutions is to make sure that your mental blocks aren't actually just a lack of desire. Now, this is in particular for those of you who have written down the same resolution several years in a row and gotten nowhere. So I've mentioned this before and it's very often that we don't do what we need to do to achieve our goals because we don't actually want to pay the price of achieving our goal. So let me give you a very clear example of that. I have always wanted to have a six pack, like a really lean, rock hard stomach. Sure, I've always wanted that. Am I going after it? Nope. Is it a goal? Nope. It's something I'd like to have, but it is not something that I'm working toward at all because I have gotten lean, really lean in the past and still didn't have six pack abs, but as lean as I've been in the past, I was miserable and my body didn't function well and I had to give up so much. I mean, social interaction, um, you know, going to restaurants, drinking a glass of wine, having a bit of chocolate, you know, anything that's just the the things that I enjoy most in life. And I don't mean enjoy to a point where I'm reckless with it, but the things that I really enjoy indulging in, and they're usually centered around connecting with other people. 
I took that out of my life completely in order to attain that goal. And this is when I was training for a fitness competition. Uh, and I was miserable. So I know what it would take for me to get like some sort of definition in my abs, even if it's not a six pack, because, you know, anatomically, sometimes that just doesn't happen depending on where your, your, uh, you know, the whole abdominal muscle structure is, is set up. But for me to get really lean in my abdominal section, I would just need to be a miserable human being. So that's why it's not a goal for me. And I will never put my attention towards it. Sure, it would be great if, you know, somebody had a magic wand, but that's not something that I would do because I don't have the desire for it. So bring that back to context of the goals that you're looking at and really thinking, think about what do you like physically and strategically need to do consistently in order to achieve that goal. Think about what those things are and think about like, honestly, like have a come to Jesus moment with yourself and ask yourself if you are willing to do what it is you need to do, not a couple of days a week or a couple of days a month or for three weeks and then drop off, but every single day consistently. Not just until you reach your goal, especially when it comes to like health and fitness or money or anything like that. Then, you know, once you've hit your goal, you've got to have a maintenance goal. So you never revert back to where you are right now in terms of your habits. So you need to be willing to let the habits and behaviors that you have going on today be gone for good. So if you're not willing to pay that price, it's okay. Now you know. Now you know. So on that, make sure that you're thinking through the small stuff and not just the big picture. So I address this a little bit. It's great to be think to be a big thinker and have a very strong, clear vision of where you want to go. But do you actually know what you need to do on a daily basis to get there? I think this is where a lot of us get hang up. It's the how of execution that's not clear. When you feel yourself spinning your wheels and going nowhere really fast, like you're trying a whole bunch of different approaches or strategies or protocols towards weight loss or fitness or something like that, and it's just you're not getting results at anything because you're jumping from thing to thing to thing. You need to break down your big goals into smaller ones, write them down step by step, and put that into a form of daily tasks. And this is a must do for those of you who are big thinkers. A lot of us are already like, you know, we're pros at, at, tax, at task, excuse me, task um, management and actually doing the little things. But a lot of us aren't. A lot of us are great at thinking about big picture and envisioning things. And, and if you're into the woo-woo manifesting thing, they say, you know, just think about it. Don't think about the how, just think about the what, the what you want and align yourself to it. And it's going to come to you magically. And I think that that's really flawed thinking. I think there's a lot of power in vision and there's a lot of power in alignment, but there's immense power in doing. So you need to be able to do, and you need to plan that out. So find a strategy Stick with it, plan it out, know what your daily tasks are, and do them. Do the work. Kind of manage your time like a boss as well. So, you know, I have grand plans every week to hit certain goals in my business um, and for my blog and all of my little media empires. But, you know, it's, it's hard to do these things consistently. And you probably feel the same way about going to the gym or, you know, maybe the salad that you haven't been eating for lunch every day, but you really need to manage your time. So you've got those tasks all written out and you're going to do them consistently, but where are you going to put that in on your calendar? And what are you willing to let go of in your time in order for these things to become a priority? I know this sounds a lot like um, Captain Obvious speak, right? 
Of course we need to know what we're doing and of course we've got to make time for doing it, but are you actually doing it? And if you're not doing that, because it just seems so simple, so overly simplistic that you're ignoring it, then that's where you're failing. Um, And like I said before, you need to let go of some stuff in order to focus on your priorities, but you don't need to do that forever. So what I have started doing is chunking things like goals, for example, into 90 day increments. So if my goal for my first 90 days of my business is to get two new clients, then I'm going to focus on the tasks that are going to bring that into fruition. And then at the end of that quarter, I can review how close I got to my goals, what got me closer, what didn't, reevaluate, did I actually get my extra two clients? And if I did, then awesome. Then I can sort of realign my goals for the next quarter around, you know, what am I going to do with those clients and how am I going to hit my next goals and do I want any more clients or do I want to focus on a different kind of goal in a different area of my life? So try not to have too many competing goals happening all at once. Uh, For example, as I mentioned for my consulting business, I do have, I have some clients now, but I have a goal to attain two more clients in the next 90 days. That's a business goal, but I also have uh, goals for my, my, my fitness blog as well and my money blog. But those are a lot of competing business goals happening at once. So I'm going to focus on the two clients in my consulting business first. And then I'm going to look at maybe some of my fitness goals and pick one from that for the first 90 days and some of my social personal goals and pick one from that for the first 90 days. And that's enough. So I've got a business goal, a personal goal, and uh, a physical goal. And that's more than enough. I don't need that much. So um, what I'll share with you, my physical goal is to be able to do 10 pull-ups in a row. And literally, I can't do one assisted, unassisted pull-up by myself. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to achieve that in 90 days, but I'm going to focus on it for the first 90 days. And then I'll evaluate where I am when I get to that point. And to kind of wrap this up, one more thing I would, I would encourage you to think about is biting off less than you can chew. And this is really... Um, parlaying off the thought that I just gave you. Try not to have a list of goals that A, compete with each other, or B, just suck up all of your time because you know what's going to happen? You're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to quit. So on that note, I just wanted to give you those food for thought around your resolutions this year. And uh, if you head over to my blog, um, uh, this week I have a post up on how to push through those mental blocks and it addresses a lot of what we just talked about, but it also talks about really mastering the process of doing. And that is where I want to focus this year in terms of my coaching and how I help you guys get to your goals. It's in the doing It's in the actual actions that you're taking and it's the consistency over time that's going to get you where you want to go. So on that note, come over to the blog and say hi at thefitthabit.com. If you want to work with me uh, in my fitness group, my online fitness group this month, we're gearing up on January 11th. If you are um, listening to this podcast after January 11th, you can still get in. Um, You miss a little bit of the good stuff at the front, but you can definitely catch up. So on that note, I want to wish you guys a very happy new year and thank you for listening. Love you guys. And let's make this a freaking awesome, awesome year.
Thank you.